Son of God, He is near. He chose to walk with us these tribal trails. Tribal trails. Tribal Hello, my name is Jason Boucher, and I'd like to welcome you to Tribal Trails. On a previous program, Doug Schmarch shared about his life leading up to when he accepted Christ as a Savior. Today, we're going to return a Tesla in the Yukon and have Doug share his experience in following Christ. Doug touches on a range of issues, from losing loved ones to spiritual warfare, so I'm sure that there's something in here for everyone. I should point out that the interview was done outdoors, and sometimes the weather doesn't cooperate as you see from how the interview is going to end. It's starting to rain a little bit, a little, yeah. bit, little bit hard here. Better go. I think we better go. <laughs> oh, man, that's too funny. Okay, so please don't mind if you see or hear some raindrops falling. Let's begin with Doug sharing about an experience he had during a spiritual ceremony in Peru. I looked at this thing in, in, the, in this ceremony, and it was, like, it was like a little bit of who Christ was. I don't know what it was. I was able to go inside and see these things. And I can't explain it, you know. And then I saw this stain like this on the bottom. And I could hear this voice. It says, these are the people that are practicing without me, practicing living. I'll say practicing the occult. That, you know, and I looked up and I said, what am I doing? I knew, I knew something was wrong. But I had Derek waiting here. I had my cousin Andrea and my cousin Andrea. My cousin Andrea. I, when I came back, she said, "She said there's something, something wrong with you. Something different about you. You know." And I think I, when I, I landed and I went down to the went down to one place where they're having these um, the ceremony. I saw these people walking into the ceremony, and I, I never saw my cousin yet. To, to just it was it was time you know Christ made this time and I said and I was I said I guess they're going to heaven and, and, and not me because all my efforts all my efforts to be to be righteous through these ceremonies you know um, giving giving offerings is, is, is not going to be enough you know it was so lonely like that it was a spiritual loneliness. I, I, I just, it's really hard to talk about. I, but I, I tell more of it now, you know, and uh, I'm beyond uh, the teariness of it, but it was so sad. Yeah. Uh, it is sad. It was sad to hear that, but when I, when I learned that scripture said Christ came for everybody, Either way, Christ's love controls us. Since we believe that Christ died for all, we also believe that we have all died to our old life. He died for everyone so that those who receive his new life will no longer live for themselves. Instead, they will live for Christ who died and was raised for them. When I heard Jesus is for everybody, you know, that's what I needed to know. I told people, I said, this is what I was told. 
and people say that's that's tragic yeah, you is, know it is tragic. because that's Jesus Christ Yeshua Yeshua yeah. and Yeshua was this brown guy he had probably had curly hair he worked the land he was and uh, that was that's that's what, what was missing of Jesus's life and what Jesus did we knew it we knew it was real and it was sad we thought somebody murdered him eh? you know but he came here to be the lamb to be the to be the sacrifice I tell people I said you know the Hebrews wrote everything down they wrote everything down. They wrote this story down, and they are living something very. very they had. So, they're coming out of something very real, mm-hmm. and the story of Christ. And we knew that, but just that one little part I needed. Mm-hmm. You know, when I came back here, I was, I met another guy named Abraham George. Uh, I heard his testimony. He came to the. Re- he came to Tesla. No, I heard. I heard a CD. Oh, okay. somebody I, gave you a CD. Yeah, okay. and I knew enough. I knew enough to say in Jesus' name because that CD wouldn't play, and it was it was it was the setup. You know, I can remember going home and hearing that, and at three in the morning, I knelt down on the road, and I just said, "If you're out there," I just knelt down. I said, "If you're out there, I want to be with you. I want to be with you." I cried out to him in the middle of, middle of the road, and I know that place. And when I go by there, sometimes I stop. I stop and I kneel down on the road sometimes by myself. When I got to Tesla, my friend came to visit, and I gave myself to Christ. And we kneeled down right in my house with, with Derek Baker, and, I, and, and I, I gave myself to Christ. You know, it was scary because I had to burn up stuff. I had to burn up, like I, I, I'd been right to Peru. I, I was, uh, I went, went in the ceremonies in Peru trying to find something there. I, I went right up, I went 15,000 feet up into the mountains and trying to find this, this, this security, that, that issue on my mind that Jesus Christ never died for the First Nations people. I searched and searched and searched, you know, to put something back, back there. It's almost like there's a bolt missing and I tried to find something to put in there. You know, that there's only one bolt that you can only get from one place, but I wasn't allowed to have it, you know. I try to tell that story. I pass that message. Um, I search the scriptures and now, when I, I told Christ, I told him, I told Christ one thing. I said, you better be telling the truth. You better be, you. these things that, that you say that you are, you, you, you better be telling me the truth. That's that's what I need because I, I, I said I'm I'm gonna step off this. I'm stepping off this this thing, and you better be there to catch me, you know. And this and 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 he did. He showed me when I got saved. I was I was Christ. I think Christ was so kind to show me. Jesus said, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father." But by me. Your love, your love, your love is holy. Your love, your love is pure. I could not live, couldn't live.
For me, no judgment. You know, prayer, prayer, prayer. My mother prayed for me and she says, oh, finally I can rest. That's what she said. And my, my friend said, if your mother prays for you, you haven't got a chance. <laughs> That's what he said. Eh? Sometimes when I, when I talk to people about Jesus Christ, um, sometimes it's only, I only have sometimes 30 seconds. Sometimes I have to tell people, I said, you know, I'm looking at myself. You know, there's uh, my dad, he loved Jesus Christ. 
I love my dad and I love Jesus Christ just like him. Mm -hmm. This is how I'm close to him. I love my mother. She loved the Lord. When she died, I said, Mom, go to the one you've been praying through all your life. Go to him. I said, isn't he beautiful? Isn't he beautiful, Mom? And she was trying to talk to me. I don't know what she was saying. I found her praying. I left the room. I came back. She's on the floor praying. She had her hands down in reverence. And uh, I thought I thought something happened. That nurse told me, she said, Doug, she was praying. 83 years old, and she died 15 minutes later. She met the Lord on her knees. And I said, if he comes tomorrow, I'm going to have my hands up. I'm going to say, praise you. Praise you for what you've done for us. I am his child. I always was. Even if I'm First Nations, I am Jesus Christ's child. He made this soul. That thing that's going to leave us, you know, that, that thing's going to... That's eternal. It's going to drift out of our body. It's going to go there for, for good. You know, it's like, like letting go a helium balloon. Mm -hmm. You know, who's going to catch that thing? Well, you know, I say thank you for scaring the living daylights out of me. You know, I have respect. The kind of, the kind of fear I have is the fear like, don't go swimming in that water if you've got nothing to hang on the float. That's the kind of fear I have. It's just being sensible, yeah. you know. Yeah. I, but um, I've seen his power. I've been in healing ceremonies. I've seen I've seen stuff. But to actually watch a crippled person walk five minutes later, when five women laid their hands on, him, I said, "I've never seen stuff." It, it scared me. It scared me because I've never. I said, I tell people, even people who live the way I live, I said, I've never seen healing like that in my life. But I think the most important healing is the healing of the soul. Amen. Christ did a gentle work on me. He did, a, he did a very gentle work on me um, when I heard that there's a celebration. That's pretty incredible. When, when you get saved, there's, there's all of heaven. And rejoices. Yeah, rejoices. When he arrives, he will call together his friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, because I have found my lost sheep. In the same way, there is more joy in heaven over one lost sinner who repents and returns to God than over ninety-nine others who are righteous and haven't strayed away. And I can remember one time, I was up picking, I, went, I took a person up, up the mountains, and they wanted to pick this root that they said would protect them. Oh, yeah. They want to put it in their driveway and put it over the door. Well, guess what? Demons don't have to go through the door. And I heard this voice tell him. It's a false, it's a false, false belief. He'd tell him, tell him, he says, that he's like a baby. He's a baby. I call him my baby. And tell him, he said, I will protect him. I kept on hearing it. I wasn't making a, tell him I will protect him. Tell him to look at, we were sitting, we're up in this mountain valley. He said, tell him to look at these Look at these trees on these mountains. Those are my angels. I can tell them to, to protect him. My army is big as these angels. 
they will protect him. Yeah. Tell him to put to throw that away. Put him under a tree, and I'll forgive him. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus Christ never said. Like I went home and I watched the fish smell off me, you know. Mm -hmm. I'm happy when I'm cutting fish, I'm indigenous. Yeah. And I shaved a little bit and, I sh and it was in a rush. And uh, But Jesus Christ, he never said, yeah. go fast and I'll accept you. Yes, for sure. Go put a tuxedo on and I'll accept you. Yeah. Go read the Bible 10,000 times and I'll accept you. Yeah. You know. Accept you just the way you are. Yeah and sanct sanctification. Yeah. We're called saints. Yeah. Saints. And it's like when Christ said, he said, I I'm going to rebuild the temple and, all, and I become the temple. I become the sacred ground of Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, packing, packing around mm -hmm. the Holy Ghost inside me mm -hmm. and being sanctified. Yeah. If, there's a, if there is a greater, a greater event going on it's the sanctification of Christ preparing me for the day that I mm -hmm. will march into heaven yeah. and glorify him for the rest of my life. Yeah. The rest of the life I'm going to live, you know. And when they say, fear the one that can destroy your body and your soul, yeah. it's because I, I said yes to this free gift. A free gift. People like free food. Yes. A free gift. I will give you water where you will never quench again. You will never hunger again. Mm -hmm. You know, the excitement of uh, the happiness of a gift, it will never go away. You know, Christ is the promise keeper. Yes. Yes. Did, uh, did I receive a promise when I went to the ceremonies? No, I was shown that. That promise did not follow through. I wasn't righteous. I, I didn't have my righteousness through, through those ceremonies. You know, and um, I continue to tell that story. Yeah. I continue to reshape it and remold it. Yeah. And do my best to be obedient to Christ. And um, I listen to the Word of God a lot. Um, it's a discovery. It's a 27 year turnaround for me. 27 years. You know, of uh, of searching, yeah. and you found out that God came, that Jesus came for the native people. Yes, the one thing was Christ did die for me, yeah. and um, one thing I couldn't figure out: I'm not fully First Nations. I'm only fifty, fifty-six or fifty-seven percent. Oh. So. Part of me is going to go to heaven, like this part of me, like I. Yeah. There's people out there that are 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 believing that lie and are caught in that trap, and I wondered if you have a message for them, if you'd like to speak to them. If, if you're sitting there and you people said Jesus never died, died for the First Nations people, well, 27 years I I, I lived like that, and I was good at what I did. But when I heard about eternity, and it's eternity. This rain that falls, it falls once. It's falling on me. You can see it, probably see it here. It falls once. That's it. You know, Christ, he said, I, I came here, came to this fallen and broken world. And he came here for your soul. Your soul, not your philosophy. 
When you leave, you're going to leave with nothing. That's what my dad said. And my dad's gone. And he's with Jesus Christ. I know it. And it's like, uh, don't be worried about people. Don't be worried. Don't be worried about what, about what people say. It's your soul. It's a gift. It's free. This rain is free. You know, when you when you die, that's it. You know. Um, you have one chance. You have one chance, but it's free. It's a free gift. Our righteousness is not going to do it. It's it's not going to do it. Like I, I know that. You know, um, it's a choice. I felt like a little a little. Uh, a little eaglet with nobody to nobody to protect me no insurance I realized the, the insurance I thought I had I thought okay I fasted I went in the ceremonies for 13 for 27 years only to find out that to no avail so what is the way Christ Christ over and over I've heard it over and over I've heard people who died and they said she said, I'll stand on top of a mountain and preach and tell the whole world that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. I've, I've been to the, I've done that, on that trail to, to hell. I've felt what it was like to have that, you know, and I've seen the angels of God come into my life. And it's, it's, it's beautiful. You know, Christ will defend you. Other believers are there, and everybody's gonna die. Even 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 those people that are are are, are proclaimed to be the to have have power. All power, true power, comes from Christ. So, Doug, when you accepted the Lord, was there a change in your life? My friend told me it was almost immediate. Is that right? He said, he said, you got down on your knees and you got back of a different man. And peace. You know, I've heard stories about people in, people in jail. One guy, Nick Boychuk, has no, no limbs. That guy, the lifer, grabbed him and pulled him. And he said, you go tell people. You tell the world. He said, I am more free than they are. A lifer. Waiting, waiting waiting to die in jail. I am more free than they are, and he's locked up. Yeah. Praise the Lord. He does do that to us. Praise the Lord indeed. We are more free because of Jesus Christ's free gift of salvation. If you want to know more about how to receive salvation from your sins, please contact us. Our phone number is 306-961-2588. We want to thank Doug for his openness and sharing about his life and experiences as a Christian. Before our last song, Doug will talk about one other experience in the Christian life. I hope it's going to be an encouragement to you to hear about Doug's baptism and what it meant to him. God bless. When I came to Christ, I think it was just uh, something that baptism was something that I needed to make a public a public proclamation proclamation and a confession of Christ and uh, that's that 
that was the most important to be public about it and to to let my group know that I am a follower a follower of Jesus Christ that was the most important for the baptism it it's it was just something that was very significant for me and it, it did profoundly move me um, because uh, when I did get baptized there was just something I know that shifted inside me and when that shift happened I went home that night and I had all these objects these I've had um, stuff from rituals costumes objects that I used as part of my worship and they just felt like foreign items. I felt like I walked into someone else's home. That wasn't my home. I felt like it was, I was in a stranger's place. And I went to my friend Derek and I said, what do I do with this stuff? I knew I couldn't do that and I couldn't live that way anymore. And I, and my friend told me, Derek told me to pray to the Holy Ghost and to let me know what to do. I did, and I just got it on my heart to to get rid of everything, like to get rid of stuff that I've used when I didn't know who Jesus Christ was, and to burn it. And there's stuff that I burnt up that I thought I was going to drop dead when I threw uh, some some items that I regarded as sacred. I thought something's going to happen to me. And um, I often say that I saw the Word of God at work when I met uh, uh, a person from Send. It was Sheldon. Sheldon came there, and I didn't know Sheldon. And the most unlikely people came to help me do that. And it was a very scary thing. I heard other medicine men talk about that. They thought they were going to die. When I got one guy said, he said, when I held my pipe in my hand and a fire was burning... And I threw it in the fire. He said he thought he was going to die. You know, and, and I... But I went through that. And it, it was being set free. And I got to experience that twice with another person. But the word of God at work that day was... I didn't get judged. I, I didn't feel judged. You know, um, that was uh, the most profound thing. And nothing happened to me. No, nothing at all. But keep getting baptized was just really... It's the public letting... the letting In front of heaven, in front of my brethren or my fellow believers, that, that was the most important. I just needed, needed to do that. They baptized Jesse Taylor in Cedar Creek last Sunday. Jesus gained his soul and Satan lost a good right arm. They all cried hallelujah when Jesse's head went under. This time he went under for the Lord. The scars on Jesse's knuckles were more than just expected. The county courthouse records tell all there is to tell. 
The pockets of the gamblers will soon miss Jesse's money, and the black eye of the law will soon be well. From now on, Major Taylor can proudly speak to neighbors and tell them how much Jesse took up with little Jim. Now Jimmy's got a daddy and Jesse's got a family and Franklin County's got a lot more men. They baptized Jesse Taylor in Cedar Creek last Sunday.